Jackson O'Doherty has actually built a social media following of over 16 million through all these platforms. This entertainer and what he's built over the last five years, I mean, was super inspirational and the chat that we got to have was really authentic. And, you know, he got to, you know, he broke it down from things with dealing with his mental health to, you know, how he's, you know, to travel overseas to get away from it and focus on his, uh, on growing his socials and his business to, you know, buying a new house from, pretty much nothing, you know, just over 12 months ago to to actually what you can even make on social media and the power of that platform if you can do well on it. Um, you know, I really appreciated his time and, and him being able to share so much information and value out there to, to the community. So I hope everyone gets a lot out of it. I mean, I sure did. I took a bunch of notes and, uh, and, and learning how I can implement it as well. So hope you enjoy it. If you get a lot out of it, you know, make sure you share it with a friend or uh, hit me up if you have any questions. I'm always open and keen to learn more on how we can grow this platform. Enjoy. It's great to have you. It's lovely to be here. It's only taken us a while. About seven cancelled dates. Yep. That's yep. Lachlan's fault, not mine. I'll blame you, Lockie. I'll, no, I won't. I know. He's a busy boy. He's a busy boy. So how are you, bro? I'm really good, thank you. I'm too close, maybe. I'm That's okay. Too close. That's all right. What um all right, I'm gonna get straight into this because You have I'm a lovely in- jawline. Anyway. Thanks. I shaved this morning. I thought you might. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to shave daily. I shaved uh, this morning too. I've got wog in me, so actually we just signed up to November and you're joining. Okay. Yes. Okay. We we got him. We got him. He's joining the team. I've shaved two hours ago and that's already yeah, you're going to have the best mo. It's my mum. I get it from my mum's genetics. Yeah. Where's she from? Uh, Turkey. Yeah, cool. And I think Kazakhstan. I don't know. I don't really know that well. Okay. I've had a few yarns, but anyway. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Bro, how did you get into this? This room? No. We drove here today. Oh, yeah. And I let you in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, like... How did you? Yeah, how did you get in the office? I didn't let you in. You just some you just woman, in. a beautiful lady downstairs was oh, like, oh. "Amy, yeah, cool, Amy, yeah, cool." She let me in. Cool. Now, how did you become a comedian? Because really, you're a comedian, right? On social, media. I'd like to re- maybe more of an entertainer. Uh, okay, yeah, makes sense. I think like comedian, I kind of like picture like either comedy actors and stand-up comedians, whereas yeah. like entertainer, you can kind of like obviously like realistically, you're making people laugh. I think it's just like in different yeah. genres, different ways, I guess. Yeah, but. yeah. I don't know. I just well, think the new comedian entertainer is now through social media. Oh, right? exactly right. Changed. Anyway, it's yeah, definitely. Um, How did you get into it? Like what? I don't even know. We've got to be serious now for like two. We're going to do some real talk. Maybe we're going to yep. do some real talk. We'll see where you go. Um, <clears throat> alrighty, time for some serious, mature talk. Um, yeah, basically, I was just always kind of that class clown growing up. You yep. know, always that weirdo. No matter what, I was with my rugby teams, cricket teams, touch football, school neighborhoods everywhere i was always a one like i guess you could call it a bit of an attention seeker in a way but i just kind of like to make people laugh i like to be weird i like to annoy people and yeah. you know i just like to do weird stuff and i've always been like that and then i don't know i was just working when i left school i left school to do bricky's laboring which is an yeah. amazing job great money really good for your body yeah um being yep. a bricky's laborer yeah it's great for your back oh yeah, it's really good yeah, for yeah, your back yeah. man yeah yeah and um I used to lift bricks a lot yeah brick i didn't man, like yeah. it i hated it and um yeah, I was just working in uh, doing a bit of like laboring and building sorts of stuff, and I had no idea what I really wanted to do. I was like sixteen. Yeah, and then I fractured so you didn't my skull. School? No, I didn't finish school. I did year eleven, but I left yeah. in year eleven. Yeah, okay. 
And then I fractured my skull and I got like fired because I couldn't work for a few months. And then- when Fractured I was, your skull? I did. Oh, okay. Playing footy or? <laughs> no, no. I was, on, I was up, actually up here on New Year's Eve where I was still like only 17. I was on the back of a ute and we're going through like a car park and I can't remember any of the days still, but we're like dunking the concrete beam things that hang down. Yeah. And I've come up And this is before social media. You yeah, was, years, years. Like, this is like eight or nine years ago now. And I've come up a bit early, I think, and it's cleaned me up, the concrete pole, and I've fallen off the back of the ute snake the other side of me face on the ground and um everyone said like is that why you're like so weird and crazy <laughs> and that but i think i'll if anything that probably like knocks some sense into me <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you realize um, i gotta do something now exactly yeah, yeah exactly and then i was sitting around kind of just like bed bound for the first few weeks month or two or whatever and i couldn't really do much and i had a mate over in the uk and um i ended up just going over there and living there for a year just working in pubs and really? clubs. yeah just didn't even know what i was doing them i started filming youtube sort of stuff just for like my personal Facebook when I was out there. I was doing videos on my Facebook when I made it when I was like 16, just doing weird shit in my house. Yeah, and yeah. Down the local place. We used to go down to like this um, tourist area like the Asian tour buses would come in and we'd all just walk up in like G-strings and run past them and do, <laughs> do weird stuff. And yeah. You know, while I was over there, I seen like a young group of Aussie kids like blow up from Melbourne on YouTube and I was like, oh shit, me and my friends do all this stuff all the time, if not crazy. And I was like, yeah. if these guys are doing it and get paid to travel the world, do this cool shit. And I was just like, even if I don't earn much money, I just want to do it so I don't have to do the stuff I hate. You know what I yeah, mean? And then yeah. I would have been about 19 or 20 when I made my first like Facebook page. Um, at the beginning, I actually wanted to have like a group, like like four or five of my mates I grew up with in my hometown, yeah. very small place. And none of them kind of, everyone was down for the idea and everyone loved to do the funny shit, but it was like, the work to film is a lot of work. Yeah, and it was like I was willing to like, you know, work four or five days a week at both jobs I was working and put in every minute of time to record as many videos a week as I kind of could. Yeah. But they were kind of like, you know, they'd only get two days a week spare, the same as I would, but they'd rather like, they want to go out and just drink and relax, hang out with the girlfriends, which is cool. I yeah, had no yeah. problem with that. That's fine. But I was just in like work mode. I just wanted to like work, work, work and every spare minute record videos, grow, edit, learn things and just try and build them. So I ended up just like doing that on and off for a few months because it was hard to get them all together to do stuff. And then I ended up just changing the page when it was only on like 3,000. So it used to be called another name. And then you it was called it. a different page, yeah. And then um, I changed the page when it was on like 2,000 or 3,000 likes to um, my name. And yep. I just started doing my own videos. And the boys were still cool. They still came and got involved sometimes, but they just weren't that really keen on doing it all the yeah, time where yeah. I was. And I was doing videos for a good part of a year. And I only had, I had one or two videos in the gym that kind of took off and got a few million views, which was cool and that. Yep. And the first year I was doing videos, I say I was doing about three a week and I was still working in a pub three, four nights a week, working with my dad, like laboring for him. He's a tyler. Yep. Um, so, you know, I was getting up crack of dawn. I was carrying concrete up and down stairs all day, cutting tiles, just doing all that sort of shit. And yeah, yeah. I'd finish at like three o'clock with him and get home and I'd have a couple of hours. I'd, I'd go for a run or whatever and I'd just film till like five or six, go to the pub, work till 10 or 11 <laughs> at night, go home and I'd edit and I'd be up till one or two in the morning and then I'd wake up again at six do to go again. to labor. I'd do that. Then, you know, on the weekends, I might have a bit of time off and I'd try and get heaps of videos done for a whole year. I was posting two or three videos a week, working two jobs and stuff. And like, there was no money in the videos and I was happy. I was just enjoying Having making, fun. making content. Yeah. And then I, my page started growing and growing and got to about a hundred K after about a year. Yeah. And that's when it started getting like interesting because I was getting offered some paid like opportunities or people offer, uh, asking to buy like rights to certain videos. And yeah. You know, it's just little bits like a hundred dollars here and there. And I was like, wasn't anywhere near enough to kind of quit and be like, okay, I want to do this. Yeah, and yeah. then I was just like, at my job and I was just like sitting there getting treated like shit by drunks, by everyone. And I was just over it. And I was just like, I probably only had like $800 in my account because I was yeah. just spending every cent I'd get straight back into videos yeah, and yeah. shit. And I said, you know what? Fuck this. Oh, am I allowed to swear on here? Yeah, it's fine. 
We swear. We can beat it. It's all good. It. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then I was just like, yeah, no, stuff this. I don't want to be here. I'm over it. I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to do this shit. I don't want to spend my life doing this shit I hate. There's yeah, no yeah. way. It's like, we've only, like, it's, it's a corny line, but like the whole, like, you live once thing, it's true. 100%. It's like, I'm not going to go to a job and do shit I that does not bring me any happiness yeah. for shit money and just to make me feel shit it's just like it just makes zero sense it's like you know we we all have the same 24 so hours like in a day point. exactly yeah and, and that day was, I ended up just not going back to my shift the next day <laughs> and I still work with my dad but he, he was real flexible he was cool like yeah, yeah. I could just work a couple of days a week with him if I wanted to and it was enough just to get a couple of hundred dollars a week so you could film could still put content. my money back into my content I didn't have a license because I, I lost my red peas like five times and <laughs> My mate was helping me out at the time and then, yeah, I, I ended up, I was, I was filming more and then because I had more time to film, fair enough, I was missing out on a couple hundred dollars from the pub job, but yeah, yeah. I had more time to put it into content and once I was doing that, I did like a video with a little baby kangaroo and that one kind of went viral. I was after about a year and a half of doing videos and from there, I sold like some licensing rights to different companies so they could go and distribute it and do stuff on the news and all yeah, that yeah. crap and then from there, I got offered to be managed by some company sorry in uh sydney um they started helping me and then i ended up like moving to newcastle which is about an hour away from my hometown where was your hometown it's called nelson bay yeah, yeah I know nelson it's bay. about an yeah, hour cool. north of newcastle yeah, and cool. um yeah so i moved out of there to newcastle with my mate and i wasn't working then i decided to like leave all my work and i was only living off real little bits of money yeah and i was just like fuck it i'm gonna go hard and just went real hard with it and about two years into it me and shami met and then we started doing those prank wars and all the challenges yeah. and the dare and that's crap. when i started following you guys yeah, yeah and it just kind of went crazy from like the very first video we did was down in sydney and uh, we were kind of the first people we'd collab with each other as well. Yeah. Cause like I hadn't collaborated with anybody. Well, you guys are the early adopters of the whole thing. Right? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well there was, you know, you had like Frenchie and uh, like Shooter Williamson, Josh Wade, all those guys on Facebook doing really well. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, Frenchie's a good dude. I met him. He's cool. I haven't met Shooter Williamson, but I like his content. They were all doing well and stuff, but I, I think, you know, they, they kind of, the way me and Shami did it, we just ended up going crazy big with it. We just like said, well, you put yourselves out there. Right? Exactly right. I said, I don't care if people are going to hate it or love it. I don't, I don't mind. I'd rather people enjoy it. Obviously I don't want to be hated, but at the same time, it's not going to rule my day if I am. And yeah, yeah. thankfully me and Shami didn't, we got a bit of hate to begin with. Cause like, you know, we we're throwing up on each other, pissing on each <laughs> other, throwing fireworks on each other. There was some pretty crazy stuff going yeah, on. Yeah. And you get a 50-50 response. People would love it because it's relatable because everyone always pranks their friends. Everyone messes oh, with each no other. and no one films it, right? Exactly right. Yeah. We just started doing it. And then we're going on holidays together and obviously it's going to happen there yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, the, longer we, the longer we did it and the more we did it, it was like the hate would come down, the love would go up. And before you knew it, we'd be getting hundreds of positive, great comments and a couple of shitty comments here and there. And it was yeah, nothing. Yeah. Then we started, like, even then it was, wasn't really earning much money. It was just like probably a couple of grand a month. And, you know, I was just living smart, not eating out, just doing what I had to do. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, it just kind of kept going. Every year, the money would slowly go up and up and up. And for me, it was still at the same time, I was like, I don't even care about the money. It's like... Yeah, it's a byproduct. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I get to be my own boss. I don't have to answer to anyone. I can do what I want to do. It's yeah. like, that in itself is worth anything. You know, worth the most to yeah, me. And it's yeah. like, I'd rather live off $500 a week and be super happy doing what I'm doing than like getting five grand a week to do shit work. It's yeah, like, because money to me, like I didn't grow up in a rich family or we didn't have a lot growing up or anything like that. Never went without. We'd always have food and a roof yeah, over yeah. our heads and good parents. But like we didn't grow up being spoiled and given heaps of things. So it was kind of like That's I've what always probably gave you that drive too. Definitely, right? man. Definitely. Yeah. And it's like, I think it makes me more grateful for the small things and stuff like that. And yeah, now it's like, uh, as, as I've gotten older, it's like, not that I've started caring more well, about you're still money. still only 25. Yeah, I know, but I'm feeling really old. <laughs> I look 30. 
Well, I'm 30. So. And you look younger than me. Oh, thanks, man. I had a shave, I told you. Yeah, well... I'm, I'm going to have a mow in another few I'm weeks, so, but... Unfortunately, I'm not genetically dirty blessed. I, I, my beard grows back in two hours, so... Good. It's going to look I'm good have to get lasered. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and then, as I'm getting older and stuff, I started thinking it more into perspective. And, you know, I'm watching my mum go to work, which I'm sure she probably doesn't even really enjoy. I'm watching yeah. my dad bust his ass every day, tiling. And I was like... I don't want them to do that forever. I like they've been working so hard their whole yeah. lives. You know, they're they're in their fifties now. You know, I if I can do if I can get them to retire five ten years early and get them put their feet up and help them out, then cool. I'm going to do that. Like pay yeah, off the rest awesome. of their mortgages, give them some money, and help them. And thankfully, the money's just gotten better every year. And now I've been able to like throw a bit of money around and help them out with not just going and buying a shitty little Gucci bag or you know taking them on a holiday. I'm going and helping them with car rego and dentist stuff and doctor yeah, bills and stuff. rent and things that are really taking all the stress off their shoulders. And for me, yeah, that's, that's, so awesome, that's really good, man. And that's something that means a lot to me. And people don't get to see that. I mean, you got like, you got over 16 million followers. Mm. Like you got more than half of Australia following <laughs> yeah. you, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> Crazy like when you put it into the perspective. Yeah, it's and, and you know, I've noticed on your post, like people don't realize, you know, you are an inspiration, what you're doing out there. Like as people take you as a, you know, an entertainer, but you're actually inspiring people to go and do shit, right? Yeah, I, I about, think it's cool, man. Like even hearing that, it inspires me. Like we were saying about the video before, like we're yeah. still building the podcast, but we need to hustle hard. Yeah, hell yeah, man. We're doing all the right things and it's just like, yeah, this thing, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's pretty, like for me to look at myself as like inspiring to people, it's kind of like weird. Like I don't really look at it like that, yeah, but it's cool yeah, that but people- I mean, I've even noticed on your post, you know, you're sharing- so yeah. much more of your personal life yeah which builds that inspiration because really you know what you're doing well is- i just think the whole like because when me and shami was doing our social medias it wasn't even that huge at the time with you know like i swear like every second person now wants to be an instagram model or an entertainer or yeah, whatever yeah. And, and that's cool you know it's fun it's a good life it's like you can do what you want sort of thing but i think the longer time goes on it has been going on it's like more influencers and social media people that are just becoming so obsessed with like flaunting this unrealistic bullshit life yeah, like yeah. hey guys I've got a Louis Vuitton bag I'm going to the Bahamas tomorrow the Maldives the next <laughs> yeah, day I'm going to be in Paris getting flown here and it's like I get offered free holidays free cool shit every day and I pretty much never take anything like yeah. unless I'm really interested in it and yeah, I believe yeah. in it and it's something that really well you're protecting your brand because that's not exactly you are, right. right it's like it's like I've been I've turned down lots of big money for brand deals for products I don't like for to go to places I don't want to go to and yeah I don't know. I just think the reason like a lot of people, a lot of influencers get hate. They're almost saying they're selling out early because they need it. Yeah. You're doing it for a passion yeah. over the money, but the money comes because you're doing what aligns do, you're with You're doing what you brand. love kind of thing. Yeah. But I think the problem with it is I, I don't mind too much about people selling out really. It's more so because like obviously everyone needs to eat, everyone needs money. Yeah, but 100%. I think what what shits me a bit about social media is the people that are that are going on there they're being real and genuine, good people. They're putting out good content, working hard. They're developing, like they're getting a good audience. The moment they get to that level where they can start earning money, going on holidays and doing cool stuff and all this, that's when they start shoving it down their followers' throats and yeah. really like, oh, look at my life. It's so much better. I get to go to the fucking Bora Bora every second day and I'm getting given everything for free and yeah. blah, blah. And they're really shoving it. And it's like, I think the everyday person who doesn't get, isn't as lucky as they get to go all these things yeah. just to work hard for it. You know, they're looking at it and they kind of be, some people take inspiration from it. Some people get a bit bitter towards yeah, it and that's yeah. fine. But without their followers, it's kind of like, it wouldn't be possible for them to be doing all no. this. And that's the thing so that stay shits where me. you started. But yeah, exactly. It's like, stay true forever. to yourself. Be, be grateful for what you've got. Cause yeah. if these followers weren't watching you every day and liking you and supporting you, you wouldn't be going all these holidays, getting all the free yeah, stuff. Paid, and yeah. Exactly. Right. And I think then they start thinking they're too good for, for everyone that follows them and they start acting like fucking just brats. And it's just, 
that's like one of the downsides of social media where I, I couldn't give a shit about it. Like I don't wear expensive, fancy stuff. I don't wear jewelry. I don't give hey, a shit. Hey, we're proud. You rock LSKD. At the know, same time, everything. I'm saying this, but I've just bought a nice house. So it's kind of yeah, like, but, you, but mate, you've earned that. Right? Yeah, I know. You need to buy a house eventually. And I just thought like, I'm not just going to buy a cheap house and just something I don't really want. I'm just going to, even I said to myself years ago, I was like, when I'm financially right to buy a house, I'll buy a good house. It's like, I don't really want like a stepping stone. I'm just like, I'll just wait and I'll just keep renting and saving until I've got enough for the right house. Yeah. And I was fine with that. Now I've bought a house that I'm absolutely- It's a huge achievement. Yeah, I love Congrats. it. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. It's massive. <laughs> yeah, it's a massive. good house. It's, um, it, it's funny you say that. Um, Sorry. That's okay. I'll have a drink too. You can, yeah. It's lovely water. Yeah, thanks. It, it came from the filter. Fiji. Yeah, it came from the filter. It came from Fiji. Did it? Okay. Lovely. Not nothing. Is uh, and um, oh, I lost my chain of thought. You got, mate. You killed it then. Talking I about mean, the house. Well, you're talking about the house. I get so carried away. I, I can just I mean, talk. <laughs> and did you did you know you were going to buy a house? Like, did you know that that was one of the goals? I mean, like, you're super driven, right? Like, I didn't really even like. I don't know. It's like my mum came up to visit last week. I flew my mum and I flew my sister up and down. My mum's up north. Mum, sister's down south. I flew yep. them both up to come up. And I was just sitting out in the back looking at the water and the pool and everything, taking it all in. And my mum was just like, surely you like, this is just crazy because like where we come from as opposed to this, it's just like nuts. Um, you have to pinch yourself. But you kind of knew, right? It's like, like you knew you were going to achieve it. Yeah, like, exactly. Did you have that, that, that exactly in, right. Inside you were like, I'm going to achieve I said that to my mum. I said, look, I don't want to sound like uh, like ungrateful or weird here or anything like that. But, oh, keep burping from the water. <laughs> I said, but um, it's not being ungrateful, I guess. It's more so it's just like, it's amazing. I'm proud of myself and I'm really happy with it. But at the same time, I'm not surprised. I was just like, I've seen it in my head so clearly over the years that I'm going to eventually have a nice house. Yeah. I'm going to... As cliche as it sounds. Yeah. wanted it. You yeah, exactly. It. Like I saw it for the last few years. Like maybe it came sooner than I thought yeah. and that's cool. But yeah, it's... Just, and, and when you say, I mean, it depends how far we want to talk about it. But when you say, I mean, a lot of people probably don't realize with monetization of social media... Where does the monetization come from? If you, you mean, if you want to chat about it, like, yeah, how, where so does, like, what platforms do you get? Because I mean, you've got YouTube, you've Facebook's, got Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. TikTok. Facebook's good for the monetization purposes because what you can do is when you look at, like, I get Lachlan to go through and he'll look at everyone that follows me on my Facebook page. We click on their profiles and stuff like that, and you can actually see where they live. And you just rock up at their house with a gun. Yep. yep. And you just say, yo, that, give me yep. like 10, 20 bucks. And you do that. Yep. Like, you can do a couple of hundred houses a day. And before you know it, man, you're making 50, if you do 200 grand. houses and you get 20 bucks. Mm. Yeah, no, that's good. Is that, is that where you got a black eye? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he takes all the damage from yeah, me yeah, and I yeah. sit out you the sit back. Behind. Yeah, yeah. I just leave him <laughs> there in front of me. And that's, that's an easy way to make money. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I figured that. That's how, yeah, most of the time. And I mean, you got 7 million on there. So exactly. So it's like, I just choose a couple hundred each week and before you know it, tick them off. No, no, no. Um, yeah, YouTube and Facebook are a bit similar at the moment in terms of monetization because they've both got the whole mid-roll feature now, which is like mid-roll is, I mean, YouTube's got pre-roll, mid-roll, the end of the video. Which is ads featuring throughout the video. So yeah, you just upload your content. Yeah. They'll automatically place their ads at the beginning of the video, midway at the end, wherever you decide you want to put it. They'll put it there and you get a percentage of the views. And like say it's like, if I post a video and get a million views, it could be about $1,000. Yeah, cool. But because of my content, you're probably looking at closer to $300. Because yep. like- they got that line now on YouTube because it's just become such a family-friendly platform. It's not what it kind of used and to yours be. Yours is more that eighteen plus. Yeah, like like a lot of my audience is my biggest audience. I think is from age fourteen to like twenty-seven or something like yep. that. And 
Like when me and Shami started, we're running around naked, we're vomiting and doing the craziest <laughs> shit. Yeah. And it wasn't getting removed. It wasn't getting reported. We we're earning money from it. But now it's like, you even upload something in your underwear and it's gone for nudity. Yeah. Where hey, girl- we had an ad not allowed, not approved. And they were just in normal bikinis. Yeah, exactly right. Towel, and they didn't approve. Or like Exactly, yeah. And I've, I've been through a nightmare for the last 12 to 80 months with social media because of that. And it's just been horrible for me. It's been demotivating because like, Eight well, out you work 10. hard on a video and then they delete exactly. it. But you know that your audience that's following you is going to watch that video. Yeah, And exactly. then the ads popping up are what's relevant to the audience. Well, it's like, it? I'm not filming it to earn money off it. I'm filming it to show people good content and because I enjoy it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you got to draw a line eventually and say, okay, let's say a whole month's just gone by. I filmed two to three videos each week. I've spent a day or two on each video. I spent, you know, a couple of grand each week on making different content, traveling. Yeah, because it's not like these videos are free to make. Exactly right. And, you know, you, you add it up and it's like, say I spent 10 grand last month on filming a heap of videos every week for a month. Like, it's cool. People are going to enjoy it. And I love that. But if I post it, you know, say 80% of the time, they're either demonetized, they get removed, age restriction, which means yeah. the views like just go fucking to nothing because when an age restriction comes on like no one not around can really watch unless they have an actual youtube account um mm. i stopped kind of posting and my facebook went through dramas as well and stuff like that but like i just i think it's like my my problem was i was my own worst enemy i kind of sat around feeling sorry for myself a bit and whinging about how they did it rather than just saying like oh fuck it it is what it is i'll yeah. play the game and now it's like okay i just gotta tone my stuff down a little bit still do crazy funny stuff but just like find a find a good balance where it's gonna stay up it's healthy it's you know pg and you're still having fun and i can still you know monetize it people can see it and enjoy it and i'm having fun and and that's what i've been working on the last couple of months now it's gone good so yeah that's cool just keep going with that well in in terms of uh you know creating video content what is your most viewed video like what's your highest viewed video you've ever had the highest video I've ever had was with Shami. It was like a five-minute compilation and that had 289 million views and it was up for about a year, but it got removed off Did Facebook. It? Yeah, after like a year. And it was monetized at first. As it well. wasn't monetized. That was before I even think it came in. I remember Yeah, that. it was no monetization yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. But the biggest video that I'd have now that would still be up would be on my YouTube. There's one with 120 million. It's just a little sketch video of me and a girl. It's like... Um, it's called uh, sex scenes in movies versus reality. I remember that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like yeah. the Fifty Shades of Grey stuff, and it's yeah. like it's like we're showing the scenes from that, and then it cuts back and how it is in real life, like how it's so unrealistic. It's a lot of views, hundred twenty. Yeah, man. And um, how did you come? Up, how do you come up with this stuff, bro? I don't know. I just I think like the creative side of things, the easiest bit for me. Things? Yeah, like, man. I, I write down like that massive oh, list. I write like, down fifty to hundred ideas every single day, and yeah? it's just like I've got too many written down. I'm gonna come hang out with you for more. <laughs> I'll allow it. Okay, thanks. You have to write by Lockie. Yeah. Can you book me in, Lockie? Yeah. Cheers, man. And um, yeah, the creative side's probably the easiest bit for me. It's yeah. like, yeah, I, I've never had a problem with thinking of ideas and being yeah. like, I just look at things and just start thinking of like, how can I make an idea out of this or that? Yeah, and, you yeah. know, and, and I and I enjoy doing that. And um, but yeah, other than that, there's just another one on Facebook with about a hundred million views, and that's like a silly salmon compilation, and that yeah. that video went pretty big. Yeah, and you went to court for that too, right? Uh, I did go to court, but it wasn't me that was in trouble. It was the other dude, Luke. Oh, Luke, Luke yeah, was yeah, the one who was in trouble. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, but, but you yeah, made a good the, video around it, right? Exactly, and it was kind of good publicity in a way because it's like the media wasn't. Well, I mean, the media were trying to make us look a little bit bad with what they were saying. They're saying like I was silly and that, but then at the same time, it's like. You know, it's summer, you know, kids are jumping off bridges and wharfs and stuff everywhere. everywhere. Just because yeah. we did it and we filmed it. Well, you're going to publicize it and make us look like yeah. idiots. Like, fair enough, the bridge was pretty dangerous, but we're not out there telling kids to do it. We're not saying, oh, hey, go and do it, go and do it. Like, fair enough, they're going to watch it and think it's cool or whatever and probably yeah, go yeah. try it. But at no point do we tell anyone to go and do it, you know? Yeah, like, we're yeah. just doing it because we enjoy it. Um, if people want to go and want to go and do it, that's up to them. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not their boss, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, and we got a lot of good kind of 
feedback when it was all over the news on Facebook and because everyone, 90% of people were just attacking the media saying like, don't you have anything better to report? Well, you guys are getting more views than the media. You're helping yeah, the media exactly out, right. right? And they're saying like, there's, there's, you know, there's people out here being murdered and robbed and there's so many, there's people dying everywhere and there's so much going on and you're reporting a dude that jumped into water. Yeah. And you they're giving I mean? you free attention. Exactly. It's just like, you got better stuff to do, surely. But yeah, working out forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And I mean, you were, you were talking before about like the struggles. And I mean, you, we are coming like November, like November's mental health month. You know, and you mentioned, I mean, when you, I saw your recent post and you talked about, you know, struggles with mental health and, you know, through social media, like how do you deal with that stuff? Like, is it, you know... It's been hard, man. It's been really, really hard. Um yeah, like and I appreciate I, you sharing it too, bro. Because man, well, that that's it's been a big plan of mine for a while. I think for me, I kind of wanted to wait until I was feeling good. Yeah, because it's like I think because I have been through some really horrible shit the last couple of years, like just battling my own demons, depression, anxiety, really badly. I've yeah. not really, I've I've mentioned it here and there in little snippets on stories and some posts and stuff, but I've not gone out like you know a lot of social media people just jump on YouTube and start crying on the camera and yeah, yeah. and just carrying on where it's like I don't really want to do that. It's like when I do talk a bit more about it kind of in depth and detail and the things I did go through. I want to wait till I'm kind of feeling really good and clear headed and calm about everything. I can look back on it and reflect in a smarter and appreciate of, those times. Yeah, exactly. I think if I try to talk about those things, when I'm in the heat of the moment or when it's kind of happening, it's hard because you know, you can't think very clearly when you, when you're just feeling that horrible, like you yeah. can, you can explain what you feel, but I think once I'm completely back consistently being happy and healthy and good again, like how I usually am, can look back on it talk about it in a nice positive way and say yeah. what i did to get out of it what helped me what i was going through and, and what um, do you find like what helped you get through that like because you train a lot in the gym like you're yeah. super fit you know all those things do you use that as something to help you like what's your what i mean what does a daily routine look like for you when you wake up in the morning like yeah. you said you drink a liter of water right yeah like, that's a yeah so i wake me and look usually wake up pretty early like just anytime usually around anything between seven or eight i'll wake up drink heap of water shower get some coffee and we'll go train first thing yep and then we'll have brekkie and we'll just like plan the day and then just get into where they're going to film, edit, chill for the day, whatever we're going to do and just be productive as we kind of can with how we're feeling. Then it gets like towards the end of the day, we'll just kick back and have food and chill and do a bit of work or whatever or play Xbox. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think like things that can help are definitely like having a bit of a plan kind of thing. Yeah. And do you set goals and like milestones? And that's it. Like set some goals, set like a, um, what's, the, what's the word? Not like a plan, but like a routine kind of thing, you know, like rather than just waking up every day without knowing what you're kind of doing like yeah. say yeah. okay from monday to friday i'm going to wake up on monday and even if something as small as getting out and going for a run yeah just say i'm going to wake up i'm going to go for it if you can't run just walk i'm going to go for a 15 minute walk yeah. listen to some good music get some nice fresh air go near the beach take that in you know go home have some nice healthy food listen to some music yeah. you know and then you know be productive like work on something you want to work on talk to an old friend you know hang out with family go to the beach go to the gym i don't know but yeah 100 percent. yeah i found i was just so deep and in such dark i was having such dark bad thoughts for so long there about things and from the outside perspective it's like you know looking even me looking at myself from an unbiased opinion, it's like i look happy and healthy from the outside i've you know i'm making good money i do what i love for work i've got great family great friends like yeah. everything's good but I think when you're in that rut with like depression and anxiety and that sort of stuff, it's so hard to to get out of that. To get out of it, yeah, yeah. man, it was a nightmare. I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. But um, and did you film much through those times? No, man. Like the last year and a half, like I've, I haven't filmed that much at all. Yeah. Like last year, from January through to April, May was just like every day breaking down, like not like breaking down, crying and carrying on, but just like a breakdown, you know, nervous breakdown. I just had to sit in my room in the dark and just put a movie on yeah, it because it would take my mind man. off stuff. Man, it was it was horrible. Um. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna eventually start coming out and talking about it all more, a yeah, bit, yeah. bit more in depth. And I really I mean, want to work we're, on. We're, 
we all go through that stuff, right? Definitely, you know, man. We're all human. Like, um, I want to come out and I want to do some stuff with the mental health charities and foundations and try and make a bit of a positive. I want to go around to like schools and do talks and talk to people yeah, about what cool. I went through because I've found even when I was in school, you know, if like a big, like if like a 50 or 60 year old comes in and says, it feels like more of a lecture and you want to listen to it, you don't yeah, care. You it's, can, like, it's not relatable. Exactly. If like, if someone like me who a lot of these kids kind of watch and thinks cool and, and funny, it, yeah. if I go in there and have a serious chat and make it a bit funny. And you could change a kid's life forever. Right. Dude, and that, that's, that's this, a big goal of mine. Exactly. If I can go to a handful of schools around the country and do some public speaking and talk about things I went through and things that helped me and, you know, and all that sorts of stuff, I think if I could have a good difference and help even just guide a handful of kids into a better, happier yeah. life and avoid the mistakes I've made, then that'd be good be good for me. But yeah, it's like I'm, I'm definitely going to come out and start talking more about stuff eventually. Um, yeah, it was just horrible. But I was going through a lot of shit last year. And then in about May, I was just sick of it here. Yep. I'd kind of stopped growing in Australia. You know, my Facebook was on like 5 million and Instagram was like half a million. YouTube was on a million. And it's big numbers, you know. I was really happy about it. But you I kind keep of... growing. I was sitting around thinking just like, you know, Australia is a pretty small place in terms of population. And, you know, we're very far, far laid back kind of country. It's pretty chill. And like, I reckon only a third of the country has social media probably because yeah, you think yeah. of like little toddlers and yeah. old, the elderly and that. Um, I just said, no, I want to get out of here. I want to go... And do some more stuff and yep. me and Shami went out to the UK to do a brand deal with Red Bull you, you stayed there for a while hey? I ended up staying and I, I what I did was I even like, even then in like May last year man I, I reckon I had about maybe three or four grand in my bank account because I was still living in Brisbane I was living in the Valley paying a fortune in rent I was paying a videographer to do vlogs that I couldn't even afford to keep up just yeah, spending wow. so much money I was seeing a girl and I was paying for every breakfast lunch and dinner and movie date and yeah. you know I had not much money then I just said no fuck this I, I can't be doing this shit like I've worked hard I've got to where I am just need to be strong and just get go, go do something and yeah. put yourself in the, in the deep end so when I was in the UK I booked accommodation at a hostel for like two weeks and I jumped on my phone and messaged like every single like UK influencer I messaged about 15 people two people wrote back and um, one of them was Kristen Hamby a mate of mine yeah. yeah and then we met up so did you know him I've met Kristen twice before in America yeah yeah just on short quick trips but um, we'd like never really hung out properly I just like only a couple of hours here and there but we talked online over the last few years and stuff anyway and then me and him met up about a week later from then and filmed a video and it went really well and then every day we we're just pumping out Instagram videos every day and Within three months. That. You guys were pumping it out. Yeah, dude. Every day. We're posting every single day for months. And then in a matter of three months, my Instagram went from 400 and something thousand to 3 million pretty much. Wow. And it was crazy, man. And then me and him were going crazy. I came back here for a quick week just to see family and friends. And I went to LA with him. And we're there for about just over three months. And then I came back here at the end of the last year. And yeah, it was like three and a half mil. And I was just like... Holy shit. Everything. And my, my Facebook went got up to like 7 mil. YouTube grew heaps. And it was just like... And do you think that point when you went, I'm going to put myself out there, it helped you kind of stay focused on a goal too? Yeah. To like, well, I to, think... You know, like that's yeah, almost a goal. And definitely. kind of really like you put yourself out there to go... I'm well, I had no distractions, you know? Yeah. Like I had no family, no friends, no one to party, no one to do anything. And I was just tunnel vision of like, okay, I'm going to get back on track. I'm going to record. I don't care who it was with. I'm just going to make videos. I'm going to do my best ideas. Yeah. I'm going to work hard again you know six months of that hard work's just put me years ahead and um yeah it was good hard work exactly man now and in last year's trip now i've like met both jake and logan paul who are cool dudes i know a lot of people yeah well you went to their wedding exactly right yeah Yeah. you know they're they're very misunderstood jake's wedding wasn't it not it was jake's yeah Yeah. jake's wedding they're very misunderstood kind of dudes off uh the internet like obviously they're very controversial mixed opinions kind of thing yeah yeah. but they work hard they work really hard i mean they're the hardest workers in the game and that's why they are at the top they are yeah 
And, you know, behind the cameras, behind closed doors, they're just normal dudes, chill, yeah. nice, friendly, cool, funny. And, and I got along with them really well. I think everyone has their own opinions. And I think, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to, to make your assumptions off people what you see online because yeah. like, I, know, I could guarantee if all these people... You can look like, at a photo and have a hundred different thoughts <coughs> about that exactly. situation, right? Like all these people, I guarantee if they'd met them two and sat down with them, they'd be like, oh, they're not that bad. Yeah, it's cool, you know, it happens to me. People walk up to me in the shops and have a yarn to me and have a chat and get a photo or whatever. And I'll talk to them for 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, you're actually not a bad bloke. I'm like, whatever made you thought I was going to be a bad bloke. Yeah. And I'm just like, and it's, it's frustrating, but it just comes with it. And, you know, I've gotten used to that and it's cool. But yeah, and I met everyone out there in America, all the influencers, all the social media people. And now yeah, it's just good created friends. huge opportunities. Yeah, man, it's just set me up really well. And even this year, we went to LA a couple of times this year and like went to a few of Dan Bilzerian's parties, which yeah, was sick. That's sick. And yeah, man, it's just been good fun. And like, I've got myself back on track slowly and slowly throughout this year. And you've got goals now, like set got new place. goals and things I want to do and stuff like that. And I know, I know exactly what I'm doing again. And yeah, it's all, it's all gotten a lot better. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I tried everything over the years to really help myself get out of these, those ruts. And, that, and do you find fitness helps with the, when you're in those <coughs> ruts or you felt it was more your goals? That- it, it helped little bits kind of thing. I think without, I think because I've always been into fitness, you know, I think, yeah. I didn't really notice a difference only because I've been training my whole life yeah, and I've yeah. always played rugby and sports and that. So if I had have stopped training, I think maybe I might've noticed like, oh, okay, it is helping oh, me a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I was just in a really, really bad place. And um, yeah, man, I, I went to like naturopaths. I had like doctors. I saw just about everything to get everything I could trying to check and offered things. I didn't want to do medication and stuff like that to help out. And yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, just change the way you think. Just think positive. Like, it's like, go and tell someone with diabetes to change the way they think. Yeah, you know, yeah. do you think you just positive thinking heals it? It's not, you know, it's nice to think positive. I'm one of the most positive people there is. You know, I've walked around for the last few years and I've been dying on the inside at times. And people come running up to me in the shops and stuff. And I'm nice. I'm friendly. I'm happy. I have good conversation and but still get out inside. of work. Yeah, man. And I'm still going through shit on the inside, just like everyone else. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's... um. It's definitely hard being in the public eye kind of thing. You feel like there's a lot of pressure there at times. 100%. But I appreciate you just, sharing that, dude, because not yeah. a lot of people like to share that. Kind no, of it's stuff, cool, man. You know? I'm happy to talk about literally absolutely anything. And I think, yeah, it's, it's good to be real and have talks, you know, everyone's... And I mean, with anyone going through social media, like trying to grow, because I mean, it's the, you know, social media is the biggest mm. thing in the world right now to grow your brand, your personal brand. Any advice to these kids, you know, that are trying to get themselves out there? Have you got any advice for them? Or yeah, anyone, really? Yeah, any, just, anyone trying to get, you know, grow their business? Like, as crazy as it sounds, I'd say spend the least amount of time on there as possible. Like get out on socials. Yeah, yeah. Get out, record what you want to do, do the content that makes you happy. Don't like copy people. Like in, like I mean, like you, people copy our ideas and stuff all the time. That's fine. But I mean, don't like look at someone and say that's who you want to be. Be yourself. Like yeah, be yeah. the be the first you kind of thing. Don't go out and try and be the next someone. Be the first you. Like it's a cool to look at people's content and say that's the style you want to do. Yeah. Don't go yeah. out and mimic it and do that. Like just. Be true to yourself. Do the stuff that you personally really enjoy. Yeah. Whether it's sitting on the couch and playing video games, you can make money out of that. Whether you want to do makeup tutorials, you can do that. Whether you're like, there's a niche for everyone. Literally like food people, gamers, you know, beauty people, pranks, yeah. acting. There's literally a niche for everyone. So don't feel like you have to change who you are to make other people like you because there's literally a niche yeah. for everyone. Yeah. And I think like, and if you start feeling down or and dark Did you know you had a niche? In the beginning, or did you just you did the same Not thing? Not really. Or? I like I didn't really look at anything as a niche. I kind of just liked getting out in public and being a weirdo, and because I could keep a straight face through anything, and I've always been like that. So like I could you sit there the and, whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I could and I can have a serious chat and do the weirdest shit and just keep a straight face. And I like to just get naked and run around, and be crazy and stuff like that. So I was just I enjoyed doing pranks and I just enjoyed doing public stuff. So it wasn't really a niche to begin with. But then like the pranks and challenges and stuff kind of started falling into that category i guess yeah yeah so you've back filming every day now like is that the plan I was wondering what was going on there. um we filmed two days this week 
and um, done a few, I'm still mucking around a lot with the house kind of thing. I'm a little bit busy just getting little things and bits and pieces mucking around with that. My family's been up and down and I'm recording with Shami after this today. So that'll be three days of the week I film, which is good. Yeah, that's three days more than the last few weeks. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, it's all going good. So it's going to keep getting busier and busier from now, I guess. Yeah, that's good. Cool. And what's next? Are you allowed to share what's next? Um, what's the next six months for... Next six Apart months. from you growing a mo. Oh, Chris, Chris, next six months. Hold him to that. <laughs> <laughs> the next six months. Um, Kristen gets here next week. Yeah, cool. He's coming out for three to six months. We've got a few trips lined up. We're going to Dubai for the Grand Prix that's out there. Yep, yep. We're getting flown out there to go to that, which is pretty cool. Um, I think we're going to Turkey before the end of the year. We're going to we're doing like a lot of trips together. I think he'll be here. And like you create content on those trips. Exactly right, yeah. and I think it, it'll be good because you know you can collaborate with people in all different parts, and you can grow new fans from all over the world. Well, yeah. You know, we're lucky enough to have a job where, like, I could literally be anywhere in the world if I've got an internet connection on my phone or laptop. Like, I, I can literally can work. work. Like, yeah. I can record a video. I can do what I need to do. And it's just like, I think people get so complacent and comfortable in the one spot. And that's cool because it is nice to have that routine and that comfortable feeling of knowing, like, you're in your own home, this and that. But yeah, I find I go a bit mad and get a bit lost when I'm in one spot for too long. Like, the yeah. last five years i've lived in sydney three times gold coast twice brisbane twice <laughs> newcastle twice like i went to the yeah, uk wow. for three months i've been done like five trips to la for a few months it's just like once i've been one spot for a while i just start overthinking i get a bit restless it's like the new house isn't going out for rent in six months <laughs> that's what, i'm gonna move so i'm gonna move next door that's what nigel said when he first came here he goes oh yeah, this will be nice for the next couple of weeks <laughs> to, to get over it <laughs> but um nah yeah it's nice to have a base now yeah, like, yeah. and i'll still I've backed off and traveling to a bit. and from and then come home and then exactly yeah like I've backed off the traveling a bit this year but I've still ended up I've done like three or four trips to LA and went to Bali me and Lockie to Bali which was cool but um, yeah it's all gone good that's good and I mean you've got a team like Lockie works with you so yeah Lockie's your content creator he just well, helps me like with filming and editing he also helps manage me a bit like he'll find me some brand deals and he'll help yeah, do stuff awesome. like that and yeah it's been it's been good Lockie's done more in terms of branding and organizing sponsors and deals more than any other company in Australia has done for me which has yeah, been cool that's awesome because a lot of these management companies um, they don't actually but they don't probably personally know who you are and what they, they sit down brand. with you and they're like we want to help you grow we want to see you do well we want you to be happy we really <laughs> want the best for you but in the back of the head like money 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 that's all they fucking yeah, want they don't give about a fuck you about you no no not at all um you know they don't care if you're feeling shit or if you're feeling down or that you know they don't they don't care if they rip you off and you hate them it's like you've yeah. got someone you trust and love and you know is around all the time like Lockie and that you know they're not going to fuck you over you know yeah. that you trust them yeah they do want the best for you and you know and i find even if i was missing out on branders i'd rather know that the percentages and the money that's coming in is that actual money because i've been told like things over the years from other companies that they've got me a deal and it was you know eight grand to go and do all these videos and that but it actually was like 25 grand you know and they never gone and kept like 60 yeah, percent and shit like that and they don't care about actually helping you grow and become better and for me it's like yeah it's cool everyone needs money you know i want to help my family i want to you know do what i need to do save yeah. money but i'd rather have a good like per, like good person around me that's actually helping me as a person yeah. and guiding it's just me as and, passionate it sees exactly. your vision right and like, and Lockie's not even like a manager. He hasn't even done anything in that. He's just, just hasn't even. Exactly. We just made an email and he just responds to my deals for me. He'll organize things. And yeah. he's not afraid to tell people prices and go back and forth and say what, what's worth. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I found that that's been pretty good. I think so. you find that's important, right? Like when you have people working around you, you want these people that align with what yeah. you do and are passionate about that. It's not just, you know, it's not just about the money. You don't have to be, yeah. I mean, I know what I, you know, as a carpenter, 
and you know exactly into clothing you know and it's like you don't have to be the an trust and understanding things a big part i think you know yeah. all that sort of stuff and um but yeah it's, it's, it's been really good and i got a mate that i grew up with or not grew up with but he was the first mate from down in newcastle he's from my hometown yeah he was the first guy that actually helped me start recording videos and editing like in my hometown it was like oh man it was so toxic that shit that shit like was on my mind for years after i'd left and you know that that was just annoying and but like it never slowed me down. Obviously, I still yeah. got to do what I need to do. It was just of frustrating. What thought of you? You're oh saying, mate, like, like I, you know, I grew up in a really small tall place. Poppy syndrome, like, right? Yeah, the population was like five thousand in my hometown. It was tiny. Everyone yeah. knew everyone. I was, I was literally nice to everyone. Never backstabbed anybody. Never did anything wrong by people. You know, I, I always helped people. I was just a good but dude. Because you, know? you were doing, trying to do well, they put you. I started, down. and you know, I used to sit there in front of like the group of people I grew up with, and be like, "Yo, I want to get my Facebook page to ten thousand followers this year. That's what I'm going to do." And they're like, oh, "As if like, that's never going to happen. It gets ten thousand in like a month." Then they're like, oh, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, watch me get to 50,000 now. And then, you know, three, four months goes by and then I'm at 50,000. Then the more you grow, the more you start doing what you say you're going to do and you put yourself out there. It's like these guys are waking up and going to their jobs that they hate, you know, and then they're yeah. looking at me doing what I enjoy doing and succeeding. And then they start getting bitter and like people from your hometown are usually the first people to hate on what you do. Correct. Yeah. It's like I've just, you know, there's random people running up to me at the shops and down in pubs and restaurants. Like loving me, so friendly, so happy for me, so like cool about it. Like, yo, I've seen that house. That's amazing. You deserve it. Congratulations. You know, people that don't know me from a bar of soap yeah. are extremely the happy for me. People that know you the most critic. Exactly. Right? And the people yeah. that know me and that I've been Always. nice to my whole life, they fucking hate it. And it's just like, what for? So I look at people that are successful and take inspiration from that and see well, what have they done? What can I, what can I add to 100%, myself? 100%. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between people that... You know, I don't know. It's just, but they've got their own demons inside. Yeah, That's exactly right. I think you, know. you know, they're fighting their own demons. It's like my mom. Why. She always says to be kind to everyone, especially people that aren't kind to you, because they need it more. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's just how I've been. And you know, and and you know, I started in my hometown. Everyone was just hating on. It. No one wanted to help me. And, that. and this one dude that I didn't really even know very well just walked up, the complete opposite kind of guy to me. Like you know, goes to church, real friendly dude, real quiet, doesn't swear, doesn't do anything wrong, and lovely guy. And he walked up to me in the gym and he just said, "Hey man, I've seen you've been doing videos." I know it's hard to do that stuff around here. Like I've been doing YouTube a bit myself as like a, just a bit of fun, like not yeah. trying to go crazy with it. But he's like, I've got a laptop and a camera. I can help you edit and film if you ever need it. Like I don't want money or anything. So, oh, cool. Started doing stuff together, you know, and like a whole year went by and I still didn't really have any money to give to him. I was, off, I was just paying for lunches here and there because that's all <laughs> I could do. And he was helping me, man. And when I lost my license, he was coming around and picking me up, helped me, helped me stay positive, helped me get out there and film, film and everything. I was like, man, at least let me shout out your YouTube channel. At least let me help you a little bit. He's like, no, no, we we do different content. I don't want you to rule what you've been building. And, you know, even nearly two years have gone by and still no money. And then every deal I started offering, I was like, yo, I was just starting to throw heaps of the money straight back into him and just giving helping him out. And he didn't want to accept it then. And, he was just a real good dude. Like another guy kind of like Lockie, like they want the best for you. You know, I've yeah. I've gone to him every week for the last three years when I've been feeling down and having an hour talk with him every week when I'm yeah, not feeling good. He's always there, whether it's 10 minutes or three hours. He's still on the film phone. with you now? Oh, well, he lives in Newcastle. Yeah. So no, I haven't been able to do much with him the last couple of years because I've been up here, but he's moving up into the house at the end of this month. Yeah, that's cool. So that'd be cool, man. It'd be good to have him up here, back around him on the scene help me out and I can help him out with some of his stuff now and yeah man it's just good and have some good genuine people back around so yeah. I have Kristen and him and back up here and Kristen's a really good dude man Kristen he's like a lot of social media people you know if you're bigger or smaller or whatever you get judged and you know like Kristen just wants everyone to win you know like he literally just, just wants the mindset you should have he, exactly yeah. right like Kristen just gets like so happy like you know like he's just so happy for everyone he just wants cool. you to do the best like if my Instagram blew up and doubled his overnight, he'd be like so stoked. He'd be like, yeah. bro, that's fucking sick. Like, congratulations. That's so epic. Let's go. Because he's just about like doing 
he's all about teamwork and wants people to win, wants everyone to do well. Like he doesn't care who's bigger or smaller. And people don't realize that, but if you look at it from a social media perspective, yeah. it's the same thing. Like you exactly. help each other grow. Yeah, and, and it's build like platforms. And it's like even even I've been guilty of before. You know, when I used to think of like Logan and Jake Paul kind of thing, I'm like, oh shit, these guys have got like 20 million subscribers. They're probably going to be full of themselves. You know, like yeah, yeah. I think everyone acts like that once or twice here and there, and you know. You meet them and you're like, oh shit, they're the opposite to what guys. I thought. Yeah. And, and you know, my that's why my perspectives have changed a lot over the years because it's like I never judge anyone now until I really meet them and get to know them. Correct. And even then, it's like you know, you can't judge someone off meeting them once because it's like you could meet someone they could be a dick that day and their whole family could have just died. You know, you don't know what yeah, people exactly. are going through. Going through yeah. You can meet them on their best day and they're amazing to you. You can meet them on a horrible day and they're just a bit quiet, a bit sour, and you know. So yeah. I don't, I don't make my assumptions cool. on people I love that. instantly, kind of thing. You know, you just don't know what people are going through. So yeah. it's like me. I've been that, at the, sh- I've been at the shops in horrible moods before, man. Like, just like so drained and tired. Don't want to be there. Going through shit, and people come running up to me, and I'm just like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. But it's just like, boom, big smile on your face, have a chat for five minutes, be friendly. Well, you probably just made their day. Right? Exactly and right, man. Yeah, could and it's good. Their life for that one conversation. Exactly so, right. And then it makes you feel better too. Definitely, man. I mean, um. That's awesome. And I mean, uh, I'll probably have well, maybe one last question. I mean, what platform would you rate the most right now out of any social platform? Because TikTok's growing, right? Like everyone talks about that. TikTok? That's, that's the platform. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lockie loves TikTok. I, yeah. I started a TikTok account and I got it to like 1.8 million followers in like the first two weeks. Yeah. And that was about six months ago and I haven't posted one video since then. <laughs> I just stopped using it. But I will cool. jump back on I it. I posted one video and got 30 followers. Oh no, a few videos. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, bro. That's pretty Crazy. good. And what is your favorite platform at the moment? Like what's your... Oh, it's hard, man. Like Instagram was my favorite last year, yeah. easily. Facebook was probably my favorite the year before that. I, like, I wanted to do... I wanted to go what's hard your, on YouTube. Where's your focus? What platform is your I'd focus say Facebook on? at the moment. Yep. I'd say because my, my Facebook page has just been monetized, so... I'm going to get out and start recording lots of content again. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I kind of like them all for different reasons. So it's hard to really say which one you like the most. Yeah, like, yeah. I love Instagram because you can get out and you can just shoot. It's easier to record quick, easy, shorter videos because it's only a minute. Yeah. Unless the IGTV, you can do funny photos. It's very like, it's good to connect with people. I find yeah. a lot of like celebrities are on Instagram. A lot of yeah. like, it's easy to like network with people where Facebook's like really big in Australia, but in America and the UK, no one really cares that much. Oh, like, really? like people do, like UK, it's pretty big, but America, it's like barely anyone even uses Facebook. Really? I think yeah, people wow. use it for their personal kind of uses, but no one really is using it for content. Yeah, yeah. Where it's YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. YouTube's good, but like, yeah, my, my, te- my focus and attention's never really been hard. Like I started a vlog channel last year for a few months and went pretty hard with it and got it to a few hundred thousand subs. And then I just got a bit over vlogging. It was just a bit, it wasn't that it was too hard. It was just kind of like draining. It was draining, but it was also like, you know, I was going out, some videos would take a couple of days to shoot just one video and I'd spend a couple of grand and post it and get demonetized and I wouldn't make a cent back. And, you know, I do that 10 times and it's just like, okay, like I'm going to end up broke doing this. You know, there's nothing, there's no anything coming back. Like fair enough, like, I don't just do it for me. I could do free videos as well, but like I could do stuff that doesn't cost me anything. And and it was like that. And I was like, oh, shit, I can go out, you know, and film two or three shorter videos for Facebook and Instagram in the one day and actually earn some money back so I can put all that money back into better content, yeah, save a keep bit. creating more. And it just made more sense for me at the time to do that. And Yeah, that's cool. And what's yeah. your favorite video to date? Because I was watching one before when you got in the car and you drove. And uh, I'd say that's up there with uh, yeah, that was cool. That that's filled with the, rack, up with with the racker boys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that would be up there with one of my favorites. I'd say it was just a fun a fun day as well. Like, and it was just like well, I'll fill a car with water and drive it. Full yeah. Of water, well, right? um, Michael was driving it, and I'm sitting in there because I was 
underneath where the windows are, so I couldn't actually see out. And I had these goggles on. It was pretty murky in the water because I pissed in it. Yeah. And um, as you do, exactly. And I had a scuba diving tank on, breathing in the water. I'm just holding myself like this, <laughs> thinking like, if we have a crash, I'm gone. Like I'm <laughs> gonna be absolutely fucked in there because. And um, we were just driving and then like, I thought we we're going to McDonald's drive-through, but we're yeah. going through a drive-through bottle shop because yeah. the plan was to go to McDonald's, I think. And then- um, But but the bottle shop was closer. The bottle shop was closer and I've looked down, oh, oh yes, we'll get a few beers. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny when it was on the news because the cops were being interviewed and they're like, oh, surely they can be charged, blah, blah, blah. And the cops are like, unfortunately, there is no rule in the rule book that says you're not allowed to drive a car full of water on the street. <laughs> like it had to be worded. So nothing happened. Nothing at all. Really? Nothing at all happened. Oh, that's so good. It was good. good. Yeah, well, and, and I was good doing it in Adelaide. Like, I have to face anything down there because I don't live there. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, went, yeah. I flew the in, we, boys had to. I flew in, we filmed, and then I ended up flying out that same day kind of thing. So I wasn't yeah. even there when we posted it. Um, I was back here afterwards. And and when you post like content like that, do you guys have a strategy of how you're going to say it? Or you kind of like come up with the, the caption then and there? And do you guys plan that stuff? Like when you're about to post a video and you know you got this feeling it's going to go viral... Do you plan your captions or do you just post what you feel is right? Some, you, you know, like as it, funny as it sounds, like usually you think of a caption kind of first before the video, which, yeah, okay. which sounds weird. You know, you like, I could be, you know, like driving and looking at someone in a car across me freaking out. And it's like, okay, I'm going to do a video called like road rage people or whatever, be like kind of thing, you know, or like something like that. And yeah. you'll think of a caption and then you just, it's easy to add the scenes from there. Yeah. Okay. Rather than like filming a video, not knowing what you're going to call it. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, like I like to like think of it and then it's kind of like for you would be like you know you're just making clothes without no logo on it correct yeah you know yeah. you're just making clothes because you want to make it look cool but you don't even know what logo you're going to put on there or what yeah. name it's going to be yeah yeah so it's like I think of a caption I think of a concept you know is it relatable is it funny is it crazy like you know then I'll go out and I'll film the scenes for it and then I'll put it all together and I'm like boom <laughs> let's go at it yeah yeah that's cool well bro I mean thanks for coming on thank you for having me I appreciate it and I really appreciate you sharing a lot of content do you like, like send you the invoice uh, I haven't got it yet. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna give you my email. <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's true. laughs> yeah, cool. Hey, thanks for your time, bro. I appreciate it, Ledge. <laughs>